Warning, this podcast may contain bad language and content that some listeners may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, one and all, to Dice Heads, your one-stop podcast and media centre for all things dice and tabletop gaming. At Dice Heads, we aim to make everything accessible, so no matter who you are, everybody games without discrimination. So come join us and become part of the all-inclusive gaming revolution that is Dice Heads. Welcome back. Having spoken to the priest, having a zombie smell up the cursed town, the adventurers head forth to Hera's cave. Will the intelligent and charming rogue be able to convince Grog to go in first? The chances are yes. Welcome everyone to this exclusive one-shot, The Dungeon Daddy's Disciple. Kicking off the Dicehead Revolution, T and Cleaves of the Seesaw Podcast. Chad Michael Bowden of Hindsight is 20 slash 200. Andrew D.M. Richard from Knights of the Bridge. Over the course of the series, join Brago, MP and Grog as they find themselves in an eerie seaside town with no way to get home. Do they have the strength to overcome the trials that the Dungeon Daddy has in store? Let the dice decide. As you enter into the mouth of the cave, you see luminous blue fungus, almost like a mold or moss, all over the wall. It's rather rather bright in appearance, and it's roughly about a 20... 20 by 30 foot opening antechamber to the cave and at the back of the cave you can see a stone door that's rather large Grog has a question can Grog sample these mushrooms uh, excuse because me you did not say the magic words that's right dungeon daddy <laughs> can Grog sample these magic mushrooms because Grog likes to experience all forms oh god i at first, like, why would you want to eat mushrooms? And I realized, oh, of course, he likes drugs. <laughs> yes, you can, actually. Give me just a second. Jim, oh, do not do shrooms. They'll mess you up. I don't know yeah. that. I just, that's what I've heard, so don't do it, kids. <laughs> uh, you, you're making me think that I have to disclaim at the start about not taking illicit drugs. <laughs> yeah, we got the content warning in. Uh, yeah. You're going to eat a mushroom, correct? Yes, I will sample these mushrooms. How many? One. <laughs> because Grog knows the dangers of doing too many. Can I persuade Grog? Can I persuade Grog to to eat a handful? <laughs> why would you? Why would you persuade him to not eat them? Is the is the, is the counter question, P? Yeah, uh, roll uh, roll persuasion. Roll uh, counter with insight, but you're eating one because you're voluntarily eating one. Oh, and dear. If a, if a oh Grog, it doesn't look good for you, sir. My persuasion roll, 21. Oh, fuck. And Dude, why do you want to just eat one when you can I'm eat just saying, more? You have, like, what, plus nine in your persuasion? Yeah, it's like my best uh, one. Yeah. Like, um, you're winning You're winning most of those, even if you get a one sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and while 
T is rolling, I actually had a character whose basis was eating fungus, eating flowers, eating mushrooms, because he loved to get high. So I created a D100 table of different effects that happens to him. (laughs) This doesn't look good for Clog. Clog rolled a two. (laughs) (laughs) You eat little hairful. These are mushrooms. I mean, they're bright. The fungus, you love that stuff, man. Don't just have one. Have a whole handful. I mean, let's be fair. What if they turn out to be super powered? Then just think how strong and large you'd become. So, Grog is going to take a handful of these mushrooms uh, and shove them in his mouth. Why not take two? Why but not take two? As Grog is chewing these mushrooms, he can remind you that you want him to go forward before you as a tank, and now you've voluntarily just given him up. Well, we don't know that. We don't know the effects of the mushrooms. That's true. Let's say they could have the Super Mario effect. Yeah, they might. Uh, um, we're. I'm going to go with a handful being five, so you're going to have a total of six. So roll me six d100. Oh my god! Six. Tell me each one. In the, I can roll for you. So you. basically, a d100. You got to roll it six times. Yes. Uh, on D&D Beyond, I don't think I've got d100. No, so if you want to roll them for me, Dungeon Daddy, I can't believe we called you Dungeon Daddy. No, what? Like, is is Constitution what he's hoping is going to save his ass, or he just got to roll a natural one on D100 and see what he gets? No, it's, it's just a D100 to see what uh, he gets. Gotcha. Let's see. You got an 81. Not bad. Um, Again, you got six. You got five more rolls. <laughs> you begin to suspect that one of your party members is being controlled by a mind flare. The only... <laughs> The only way to help them is to remove their brain. The only way to remove this effect is a persuasion score against you of 15. Oh, we can do this. So, Boomerang, can I have a shot in this motherfucker? Oh, God. Can we persuade him quickly? Uh, It depends on who he's going after. I'm going to go. After the person who convinced me to eat six mushrooms. Oh, I'm so safe. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, I literally got 15. Six plus nine. (laughs) Your freaking specs are phenomenal. (laughs) How do you convince him that... Do you convince him that you're not a mind flayer? Or do you convince him that... uh, (laughs) Was this... Was this was this just from the one mushroom? This yep. is just one mushroom. There's five more to go. No, I'll be like, mate, that's just that's just the first step. You need to keep eating. You'll get past this. Don't worry. You just need to take the next one. It's like, come on, you've done this before. You're a pro. This this is yeah. nothing. Eat the next one. With that cheer squad behind me, how can Grog deny them? Exactly. Your next number is 43. I'm scared to see what you And if anybody wants this actual table, it will be up on the Knights of the Braille website. (laughs) The great great thing, of course, about Knights of the Braille is it's all visually accessible. Yes. You believe yourself to be a kid once again. You play hide and seek with everything for (laughs) 1D4 hours. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so how do you how, how are you gonna act that out, Grog? Grog can't and see you. Grog's hiding. 
I rolled a D four to see how many hours, and you have four hours. <laughs> four hours. Of, oh my fuck! <laughs> this did not bode well thanks, for us. Thanks, 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 MP. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to go find him. Why the hell did you think it was going to be a good idea to make him eat shrooms? I don't know. All we got to do is find it. Listen, listen, bro. All we got to do is find him, stuff another mushroom down his face. I guess, but we don't even know where where to go. This is a dark cave we've never been in. He could be anywhere. Maybe it's a Marco Polo situation. Well, Grog. (laughs) Grog. (laughs) Come on, Grog. Stop hiding, man. Where you at, buddy? You got a natural one on the D100, and that what? allows you to cast lightning randomly in one direction. What the uh, fuck kind of drugs are these? And that is a D8. Let's see. I roll the D8 now. You got eight. Eight is northwest direction. That will hit just like a solid wall. Oh, okay. You boys are lucky. You still haven't found me. All right, so that's four. Oh, he's got two more. Fuck. No, that's just three. He's got three more. I thought that oh, was. God. Can we keep looking? Four. Is there anything we can do to like? Is that an, uh, there's an investigation uh, okay. thing, so, right? Can so we, when, can we so what about um, Dungeon Daddy? Yeah. So he shot lightning, correct? Yes. And it hit the wall because it went northwest. Yeah. Now, would we have seen that being in a dark cave where a bolt of lightning lit up the cave? Two things there. Okay. Yes, you would see it. It's being a dark cave would have blinded you in a way, but gotcha. you would know from where it came. So, although we're kind of like disoriented from the the bright lights, we at least have an idea of where we could find Grog. Yes. Okay. Uh, here is number four. This one is really cool. Uh, you have the ability to cast a cantrip as often as you would like to. I will give you Firebolt, which will cause 1d8 damage, I believe. And you can cast it as often as you want to. In fact, I will let it be a bonus action for you. Nice. Grog has fire abilities. Okay, so, so far, um, I mean, at least we got a plus out of this all at the end of the day. He's got magic now, so that's something. Okay, are we still sort of looking for him at this point? Yeah, I guess, like, you know, the, the bolt of lightning comes out. It flashes both you and IMP. You know, the lights are so bright that we end up, like, shielding our eyes. We're like, oh, my God, it's so bright. But, uh... I think I know where he's at. He's over in the the, the northwest. So uh, after I can see again, let's uh, let's make our way yeah, towards where that bolt of lightning went. So after we uh, you know shake our heads a little bit and clear out the spots in our vision, we start to move towards Croc. Ninety-seven. Let's um, say mean. Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah, ninety-seven for one minute when you are attacked by a weapon, vines sprout from the wound and tie the attacker to you so for one minute you're grappled and you you and your grappled opponent can both try to break the hold of the vines with a strength check i mean i guess you know maybe i mean if i mean there's a lot of disadvantages but i mean he's getting some superpowers out of this shit i mean combined with his instant fire things in the face ability that he's yeah, recently acquired. Well, well, you got Firebolt, you got the binding, and then you got your fucking boomerang, man. Yeah, but you'll never find Croc. 
freaking beastly. Here you go. This may be one of the best ones. Until someone in your party rolls a number on a d20 divisible by three, wings have sprouted from your back, and you are able to fly instead of walk. I kind of want him to keep that, because so, I think it's kind of freaking cool. So, uh... Flying fire grog. <laughs> You're now a dwarf dragon. <laughs> yes. The dwarf dragon board. Honestly, I'll let you because I'm all about the rule of cool. You can fire the firebolt from any part of your body. Yes. Maybe that bottle has some secondary effects. <laughs> <laughs> So well, he's a superhero now, so there's that. Okay. <laughs> Can we hear him flapping at this point then? Yeah, yeah. Do we hear the wings? Yeah, yeah we will say that y'all hear him flapping now. Okay. What Can we tether Croc? <laughs> so MP, oh, MP, MP, fly away. MP, can I ask you a question real quick, MP? <laughs> sure. Am I the only one that hears flapping? Oh man, I hear flapping. It's coming over from the northwest. What do you think happened to him? <laughs> I don't know. Let's Why did you think it was a good idea to make you eat the shrooms? <laughs> I just wanted to see what they did. If they gave everyone superpowers, we could all have eaten them. I guess, but I mean... You sure you don't want to try one? I'm positive. Let's just collect <laughs> Grog, find him. Grog, get your ass over here. <laughs> Grog, what do you mission do? Mission out of the way. Oh my as, God. as wings sprout from your back. Grog's going to fly towards that giant door because Grog still has a mission to do but also doesn't want to be found by these two jokers. <laughs> I love it. So you fly to the door and stop because it is closed. Grog wants to throw all of his mighty girth, wings and all, into this giant door. Oh, he's going to bash it. You bounce off. <laughs> It as was you, not very effective. As you bounce off, you notice a piece of chalk on the floor. Grog, being the stubborn bastard that he is, is going to cast his new fireball ability at the door. It hits the door, and the flame spreads to the side, but nothing else. You both will see these flames against the door. <laughs> He's at the door. Let's walk. So, oh, God. All right. Let's Grog. go find Grog. Grog, knowing that they're coming, is going to fly to the shadows and leave the chalk behind for them to look at. All right. As you both approach the door, Grog is not there. But a piece of chalk is. Motherfucker's still playing hide-and-seek with us, MP. (laughs) (laughs) He's pissing me off now. (laughs) I know. What do you think's up with this door? I don't know. I don't know what the chalk's about either. I know. Is there a handle on the door? Is there a handle? Or some no. sort of turning mechanism. No. Are there any sorts of runes or arcane, just like indications uh, on the door or around the door? No, there's a piece of chalk. Okay. Can we can we uh, draw can we draw the the creepy emblem from the uh, from the ooh, temple? That's a, that's a great idea, MP. You draw it on the door and it disappears. <sighs> All right. Well, that was a good. I I thought that was a good idea. I wonder, should we, like, investigate? Yeah. And then again, I don't know really what investigation might bring Real. up. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. Perception, insight. I mean, I thought the freaking door would open when you drew the emblem. And, Grog, you see them standing there talking about this. Grog's hiding. Grog is quite happy about hiding. 
Are there any like chinks or cracks in the door so we can exploit to wrench it open? No. Can we investigate then? What do we? What can we do here? You can investigate the stone, but you're not going to find anything other than it's stone. This is yeah, a puzzle. Would arc would an arcane roll help any at all? Arcana. Yeah, like would that see anything? You all that you would know is that it's magical. Okay, so basically, we're not going to get anything, no matter what we roll. Basically, we have to figure out how to solve this puzzle. Exactly. Okay. I just wanted to ask the dungeon daddy to be sure. Exactly, dungeon baby. Well, MP, I'm stumped. I don't know what to do here. Um, do you have any ideas? Uh, no, I'm actually... Hmm. Can we do a bit of praying to the god to help us in? <laughs> do you think Rog would help? <laughs> you can You can pray. You don't okay. need to make me uh, a religion check. Oh man, religion. this is going to be bad. All right, I'll roll for religion. I'll do it as well, too. In the meantime, oh. while Grog is flying around, does Grog see anything which might help him get to the door and find a better hiding place? All that you will see is, like, boulders here and there and deeper shadows. and Because you're still really in the antechamber. There's not a whole lot. Oh! Uh, uh, I got a natural 20. Did you really? For I got religion. two, two for religion. <laughs> so I got a natural twenty for religion. So I, I was going to pray along with MP. You will get an answer of, you need to use the chalk to enter. Okay. Damn. All right. So, uh, as I, uh, you know, put my hands into the, you know, clasp them together for the, you know, the usual praying, I bow my head, and then um, I ask, you know. Erebus, if you are listening, then can you please give us some sort of answer to what we need to do to open this door? And then, of course, as you said, I'll hear the answer from Erebus, and it'll say that we need to use the chalk some way to open the door. So after having heard the voice of Erebus, I'll, you know, stop praying. I'll look over to MP, and I said, so apparently you had the right idea, MP. We do need to use the chalk to open the door, but I wasn't told what we need to do with the chalk. But I'm 100% certain, certain that the chalk is going to help us enter the door. Shit, can we draw a door handle? I don't know. It's, I mean, let's try. As I'll come back to y'all in just a second. Grog, as you're flying around, you notice a couple of piles of animal dung that are in the uh any chamber hmm cause concern about this shit and you see these two kneeling down in prayer trying to figure out what's going on with the door yo <laughs> although we're playing a game <laughs> you two should be shitting in someone else's antechamber and that's what Gorg is going to shout at them and that shout is what causes mp not to Send his prayer on up to Erebus. But as we're still with Grog just for a second, is there anything that you do with this or just shout at them about they shouldn't be taking craps inside the antechamber? So Grog's immediate concern is them taking a shit. But Grog is also concerned with the smell outdoing his own. So <laughs> Grog is going to force out the biggest fart. 
<laughs> that you possibly can. We you can't, can't have other smells. <laughs> What's that about? And I need uh, both of you, MP and Brago, Brago to roll Constitution save. <laughs> As as you reach out to draw this door handle, that's when the smell just overwhelms you, and you don't quite draw the door handle yet. I got a 10 for my constitution save. You will take 1d6 poisoning damage. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> I can roll for you if you need me to, because I'm not sure if you can roll. I got a 13 yeah. plus 3. That's a 16. You manage... Not to get poisoned. Okay, po- poison me then, you do. You take three points of poisoning damage, <laughs> and and narrate that for us as, as the smell just slams into you as you're fixing to draw the door handle. Um, turning around like, what is that? And then overcome by this sort of stench, my lungs are starting to fill, and I can't eat properly can you, can you just, describe the smell to us it's like it's like green rotten gone off milk i i sink back to my knees almost praying again and I, <laughs> I i'm sick a little bit on the ground and i start to steady myself after my head's a little woozy and i get back to my feet but i'm just i'm not i'm not feeling well i'm not all there of course i i seeing all of this i ask him are you gonna be okay, or or should I uh, draw the door handle on the wall? You you do the you do the drawing. Okay, all right. Let me see the chalk. So uh, mm-hmm. I take the chalk. I take the chalk yep. from MP's hand because um, he's not feeling well enough. He's too shaky to draw a straight line. So I take the chalk from him, and then I go to draw the doorknob on the wall. On the wall? Yeah, on the wall. Or on the door. Well, on the door, you know, you know, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I at the door, yeah, sorry. You draw it on the door, and a door handle appears. Ooh, what you look at that. MP, you are a genius, my friend. Let's talk to me, I'm not feeling well. <laughs> Let's open the door. As the handle turns, as the world turns, the door opens into a black area. Solid black. Yay, more darkness. <laughs> hey, Grog, how you doing back there? Who's Grog? Fly this way. Grog's going to wait uh, until they go through the door, and then Grog's going <laughs> to come in so he has an easy way to hide. Oh, really, Grog? Because <laughs> I have a very persuasive speech for you. <laughs> You're not going to persuade Grog not to hide the scene. You know what? Just forget about it. Let's just get in this fucking door. Fine, you go in first. I, I will. Um, you know, at this point, I'm starting to get fed up with Brock, so I just go ahead and just rush into the door. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm picturing like the da 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 But uh, secret agent man, you know, as the door opens and you go in, you get to see. A hallway leading forward, mm-hmm. one to the left, mm-hmm. and one to the right. Ah, They're all ramps it. that lead down. I knew this could be something that happened eventually. 
All right, so um, Dungeon Daddy, am I still the only one inside of the door? As of right now, MP right. has not walked through. All right, so and as soon as you step across the threshold, that's uh, when you see the three hallways or ramps right. that lead down. I want to ask my companions real quick. MP, are you going to come inside the door or are you going to stay back with Brock? Oh, no, I'm coming in. Okay, I just wanted to, before I made a decision... I can't uh, be around the stench of that any longer. <laughs> okay, so then as you come in, um, I'll stop you just to be like, hey, just, you know, be careful. It's kind of hard to see in here. But if you look forward, you're going to notice that uh, there's three separate paths that we can take. One going straight, one to the left, and one to the right. So we need to decide. Do we need to all take one path together? Or do we go our separate ways? I think uh, me and you should take a path. Grog should take a second path and see what happens. <laughs> oh, um, well, hey, um, Grog, if you can hear me, I just want you to know that um, when you come in through the door, you will see three paths, one going straight, one to the left, and one to the right. Basically... We could all go together. If, if you want to go with us, you can take the same path. But if not, I mean, you can decide to go your own way. But uh, MP and I had decided to stick together. So whatever path we decide to take, we will go together. I'm not sure I want that flying man stench near me. I just screamed that out through the door because I know he's not going to come in <laughs> while we're just standing still. So I just scream out to him to let him know, here are your two choices. You can either come with us or you can do things on your own. And we have decided in PNI to go together. Gog's response is, what direction are you going? Well, that's the million-dollar question. Can we deceive him? Can we lie? <laughs> sure. Let's see, wouldn't that be like persuasion or... Oh, no, deception. There's just deception, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Grog, mate, we're going left. Follow <laughs> us down there. Okay. Do I have Grog. to roll with it? It's yeah, like, you'll have to roll for deception. Yeah, if you, if you want to trick him, yeah. And, uh, Grog, I'll get you to roll insight to... To make sure if he can... Yeah. yeah. 17, baby. Okay, mm. well, yeah. You, you might need to roll well on this one, Grog. All those mushrooms. How a suck was Grog. Not very, apparently. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going left. Well, Grog's going left. Right. Right. So, uh, before we continue, which path will we decide to take? So, if you're going to tell him left, that means we're not going left. So, we still have to choose if we're going to go straight or if we're going to take the right path. All right. I've got a bit of copper in my bag. Let's flip mm -hmm. a copper for it. All right. So, right side up, we'll go straight. Uh, bottoms up, we'll go right. All right. Let's flip the coin. DD, All tell right. me what's going down. Uh, let me roll a d2 on his hands. One, it is. So the heads was which way you're going? That would be straight. Straight. So heads, you go straight. All right. So you go to flip the coin. We both see it comes up heads, and uh, we both decide, all right, I guess we're going straight. All right. Well, I guess we should stick close together. I don't know if it's going to get any lighter or not, but it's pretty dark, so let's mind our steps as we continue going forward. Of course, as we go to go, uh, we go to take the, the straight path, uh, MP, 
shouts out to Grog to give his directions. Yeah. We're going left. We're not coming to find you either, you dick. <laughs> so, Grog, roll me perception. Perception, you say? Yes. Well, Grog's a seven. <laughs> okay. Um, you're still heading left, then. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the dice give us, they also take us away. But can I yes. throw a spanner in the works, Dungeon Daddy? You mean a boomerang in the works? <laughs> a boomerang in the works. We're going to be like, we're going to be in like complete different areas and we'll still hear boomerang! <laughs> I, um, since we're going to split the party, I'm going to go with Grog for a little bit and then I will flip over to... All right, YouTube. sounds good. Grog, yeah. good luck, my friend. Yes. Grog. Grog, Grog also is going to go right because although they have convinced Grog that they're going left in the ultimate game of hide and seek, why would Grog go in the same direction? Touche. So Grog is going to go. Dungeon Daddy, will you allow that? Grog is going yeah. right. Okay. Like I said, I, I roll with the players. Uh, you know, damn um, Stupidity beats deception every time. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, 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 own, see him, I, I see him go right. Can you tell him to go left? Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker uh, went right. Doesn't even know how to listen. Uh, maybe he thinks that is his left. Yeah. Grog is still drunk and shrewd. <laughs> um, well, hopefully he doesn't get killed, MP. Let's get on our way. So, as you head to the right, are you walking or flying? Oh, he's flying. You know I'm he's flying. Flying, flying baby. <laughs> I'm taking advantage of these wings. Why would he walk? <laughs> well, the players I've had, as I'll say. <laughs> so, as uh, you're flying in this tunnel, it, it's a ramp that heads downwards. You're about 10 feet up in the air, skirting the top of the, um, of the archway. Uh, down beneath you, you see... Every so often, three skeletons that will appear, walk for 10 feet, then disappear. And then, again, you'll see skeletons pop up, three of them, walk 10 feet, and disappear. They seem to be coming out of each side of the tunnel as well as from underneath. Uh, They do notice you, and they look up at you, but... As they cannot reach you with any weapon that they have, they have no choice but to keep on going. You would understand this to be kind of like a sentry uh, detail walking this particular tunnel. And the deeper that you go down, the colder it seems to get. And you can, with your wings and the sensitivity that they have, you can feel the rumbling of the storm overhead. Uh, what do you do as you see these sentries? Grog and Myzen for ultimate hide-and-seek disappearing and reappearing. That's although Grog would like to throw his mighty boomerang. Grog acknowledges that they keep recycling, much like any good person should. <laughs> and flies by them. Sweet. So you want to throw your boomerang? No, I think he wants to just sneak past them. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure. So you, you're you making a slow curve 
um, on downwards. Like I said, it is a ramp. And you come across this, like a four-way stop on, yeah. on the roadway. And there is one solid ramp that leads on down. But they, you can tell from this vantage point that the other two were the other tunnels that were up at the top. It's basically, you can get down there any way that you go. Yeah, you know, just depends on which way you want to go. And, you know, there's other things that lead off from different of these uh, ramps that head down. And with that, I'm going to cut back to these other two. But I will leave you that as you get to this crossroads point from the tunnel that heads straight on down further, the single way, you hear like bones clacking as though it is soldiers marching, but of course they're just straight up skeletons. Honorific. Uh, and you hear this, and I'm going to say, let me, let me roll this to see. Uh, that it took you three hours to get here. Very, very deep below. So you have, I'm going to give you roughly 30 more minutes of the hide-and-seek thing. <laughs> but you, you'll keep the wings. And I'll cut back to uh, MP and Brago. As you enter into this tunnel that heads straight down, um, you have seen uh, Grog cut to the right. Um, which is his left, you know, not the way that you wanted him to go. <laughs> and he disappears, making not a sound, because when you play hide-and-seek, you're not supposed to make a single sound. And I need you two to roll for initiative. Oh, Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Krog is happy that Krog is not there. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I got a four. Yeah, see, um... <laughs> Operation Human Shield didn't work out for you, did it, buddy? <laughs> Not so far. <laughs> oh, uh... that persuasion. <laughs> what did you get? Four. I got a three, so don't feel too bad. <laughs> oh, god damn. <laughs> Not looking good for us, Brago. Yeah, it is, because... Well, I technically, well, actually, that would have been a four, because I don't have plus one in my initiative, so... Yeah, we both tied, basically, so, you know. They don't change okay. a thing, though. Cleve's got a four. Shad got a three. Well, I got I plus... I have plus one in my initiative, so I technically got a four as well, so... uh, uh I mean, either way y'all want to go, it doesn't matter which one of y'all yeah. goes first, because I got a two. <laughs> nice. All right, so we're walking, and um, do we see anything as we, you know, go along our way? Is is there any noises we might have heard to let us know that we might be entering into a battle? Not yet, but I will let you. I mean, okay. pull your weapons. Um, as, as you're walking down this ramp, you mm-hmm. hear light clacking and. Uh-huh. You both would remember this from the tavern, MP, right. especially hearing the clacking. You do not see anything just mm-hmm. yet, mm-hmm. but the noise is echoing, making it sound at least that there's an army in front of you. Okay. Well, we heard this from the tavern. It sounds similar. A whole fucking army, or at least yeah. a lot more bone clacking than before. 
Maybe we should employ a bit of stealth here. We don't want to go rushing in, I don't think. Can we, like, hug, say, uh, hug the shadows and try and sneak our way? There's no along. telling what we're going to encounter. It could be one. Hell, it could be 20. Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, I mean, just to be safe, I feel we should brandish our weapons. But I'm with you. If we can try to avoid a fight, I think that would be to both of our advantage. Can we do a bit of sneaking? You can be a sneaky, sneaky snake. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to roll for it. I'm about to say, would you want us to roll for it? <laughs> Are we going to roll for stealth? What's the... Uh, yes. Okay. It'll go off of your dexterity yeah. modifier, but there should be a stealth. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got it, because that's, that's my jam. So I'm a 20. Sweet. You're sneaky. Yeah, would you mind rolling for me, DD? Um, for some no. reason, um, the button's not prompting for the roll. Not a problem. What's your modifier? I, I do have a plus four in stealth. Uh, you get a 17. So both of you make it past this group of three, and they walk on past you. Uh, however, you don't notice them disappearing. Uh, they continue marking, uh, excuse me, marching on towards where you entered into, and mm-hmm. they will, you know, turn, of course. So you continue walking on down this ramp. I'm not sure if any of you have dark vision because I don't usually go with that either way. I, I tell you if you can see or not. I believe um, I might have dark vision. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I definitely don't. Let me um, check real quick. Well, I'll, I'll just no, I don't worry about it. I'll just say that it's lit enough that you can see some of okay. uh, its dim and shadows. Personally, dark vision gets on my nerves. All right. Um, but as you're walking on down, you can't see them quite yet. But as you make a turn, you once again hear the clacking sound of marching. And you would now know it to be skeletons that are, are marching. Um, I'm still keeping your initiative roll okay. here. Right. That's a you know, a little bit less rolling that you have to do just to keep that. So would y'all like to face them? Would you like to try to sneak past them again? So like does Grog see the same skeletons as these two? Is it the same room? Not yet. They're still in the middle passageway. Um, but you, from where you're at, will see the skeletons taking all kinds of, um, trying to think of the word, like in timed intervals going in and out of each of the passageways at Century Duty. Wait, Yoga Studio. Love it. <laughs> However, uh. um, one thing that you do notice is that there's no skeletons coming out of the left passage that they wanted you to go down to begin with. Bullshit. Bastards. If it wasn't for this hide and seek, I would have gone that way. But they lied to me. No, no, we tried to tell you to go that way. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like that classic cliche of (laughs) well, it's talking about us. And you're like, uh, I bet he's wondering why he didn't go left. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are we going to do about this next set of skeletons, man? I'm yeah. thinking 
do we want to keep trying to sneak past them? I mean, eventually... Maybe if we fuck them up. We fuck them up once. That's it. They're done, right? I, I guess. So Can if, we, like, if... stealth attack them? I've got a stealth attack. Oh, you want a preemptive attack. You want to ready an action? Like, as soon as you see them, see them attack them? Yeah, I guess. I've got, I got something here called sneak attack. Yeah, that's whenever you attack somebody and they're like a basically like a surprise attack. Okay. Um, you get you get to add an extra. Let's see, you're at fifth level. I think extra three d six. That's it. Damage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that's possible in this situation. Mm. We can wait for them to march past and then like fuck them up. Right? Are we still sneaking? Yeah. Uh, if you want to sneak past them, I will need another stealth roll. Okay. Oh, stealth roll the shit out of this. <laughs> And I can roll for you, Chad, if you want me to. Thank oh, I you. I appreciate that. Admittedly, I didn't stealth roll the shit out of that. I got an 11. This again, I have, a plus, I have a plus four again. means you got a 13. And MP got a what? 11. 11. 11. No. <laughs> um, Is that for both of us? Yes, both okay. of you. No. Okay, making sure. So with MP having the lower score there... Narrate a sound that you make that skeletons hear. <laughs> okay, I accidentally trip over one of Brego's boots, and <laughs> one of my daggers clangs against the wall. I've lost that. Of uh, which you hear the the bone daddies turn around. <laughs> Sweet, they turn towards you, and they bring their hands up as though they're getting ready to fight. Thank you for listening to Dungeon Daddy's Disciples. Music used during the one-shot Dungeon Daddy's Disciples provided by Michael Gelfie of Michael Gelfie Studios. Transcription was provided by Kimberly Kaiser. Links are in the show notes. You can find the Hindsight Disciples over on Twitter at 2200Hindsight and on Anchor. You can find your Seesaw Disciples on Twitter at SeesawPod or find them at www.seesawpodcast.com And you can find their dungeon at Richard at Braille Knights on Twitter and www.knightsofbraille.com Be sure to check out Everyone Games at www.everyone-games.com because everybody deserves to get Tune in next week for another episode. Same time, same place. The DD and his disciples will see you there. And that brings us to the end of episode four. Generally, we don't endorse the use of drugs, but if you are going to use them, make sure you use them responsibly. You know, hang out with a friend when you're doing them. You don't want to grow wings and get crazy firepowers or lightning or just generally run around looking like a complete asshole playing hide and seek unless you've got someone to come and find you. All right, so moving on to next week, let's hope that Brago and MP don't get absolutely royally fucked by skeletons. If you want to know what happens, tune in next week. Thank you for listening to this Diceheads production. At Diceheads, we're constantly on the lookout for new content creators from the world of tabletop gaming. So if you want to work with the Diceheads team, or even have your own content that you'd like Diceheads to host, then simply drop us a message. You can find us on Twitter at The Diceheads, by email at thediceheads at gmail.com, or on our website, thediceheads.com. All comments and feedback are greatly appreciated. And so until next time, keep rolling. Keep rolling.